The following is a Tony Lozano podcast, an OPI show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Free Kicks. So, uh, Adam, I have uh, a little clip here that I think you might be interested in. Okay. Remember the James Corden show? Sure. I can say Just remember. Finished, right? Yeah, <laughs> because it's, <laughs> it's it's over now. The last show was uh, last week. And uh-huh. I thought this was interesting. They, they did one of those. Uh, the Hollywood Reporter followed him around. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Followed him around that last week. And they yeah. did a report. You can find it. It's on YouTube. But I, I'm, the reason I'm bringing it up right now is because there's a little clip in here that I think you might find interesting. All right. Here we go. Okay. All right. The big applause sign above them. No one's good to remember that. Well, my, my monologue mark here is the West Ham United club badge. That's what I uh, that's what I stand on. It's beneath me, as it's beneath most teams in the Premier League at the moment. <laughs> that's, I thought that was funny. He has a little uh, logo of West Ham on the ground. That you know how they sometimes they put a little yeah. X on there for people to you know. Yeah. Know where they're supposed to stand during filming. His was a West Ham United. Logo. That's great. Yeah. I didn't realize he was a West Ham fan. Well, yes, yes he is. All right. So he's had a rough a rough few years to say the least. Well, yeah, they had a good year what two years ago or whatever, right? Did they? That's, that's true. That's yeah. true. Was it yeah. Yeah. They're still playing. They're yeah. still playing. <laughs> they're still in the Premier League at this point. <laughs> uh, but that's what we need to talk about because the name of the show is Free Kicks. And now, Free Kicks. Free Kicks. With Illinois Youth Soccer Association's Director of Coaching, Adam Howarth and Rick Kemper. So I want to do something a little bit different here at the beginning of the show because it was kind of a kind of a bad week for um, American players in the mm-hmm. Premier League. Uh, so mm-hmm. I got a little jingle for that. In this country, we call it soccer, partner. And uh, so let's talk about I some of the. That in a while. That's yeah, good. I know exactly. <laughs> um, so let's start with the uh, Fulham game. Uh, Tim Ream, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. one of the most important defenders, I'd say, of the U.S. national team, broke sure. his arm. Mm-hmm. Not good. I watched the Leeds game, and uh, Weston McKinney, boy, he is not adapting to the league, and he he was pulled out in the middle of the game. Yeah. Brendan Aronson is to the point where he's not even playing. Mm-hmm. He's on the bench. Uh, then in the Scottish Cup. Oh, and by the way, Tyler Adams has been out since March. Yeah, he's been injured. Yeah, yeah. And sure. and actually, if you look at the when they really started taking a dive, it's right when he went out. So, Agreed. Agreed. Um, in the Scottish Cup semifinals. Cameron Carter-Vickers and Malik Tillman, both uh, players for the mm-hmm. U.S. national team, both injured in the in the same semifinal game. It's uh, It's been a bit, bit of a rough go for our American players, hasn't it? Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, if uh, Soccer America, for those people who follow soccer in the United States, this was kind of the 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 information source they they're now online pretty much um but they had a whole two articles on basically americans getting injured this past weekend so that gives you an idea of how big of a deal it was and it's a shame because you know they're getting ready to kind of finish the season getting ready for the summer obviously they've got some summer events and games with the u.s national team so it's it's really tough for these players but 
uh, kind of circling back with the Leeds thing, this is an interesting one. Breaking news here. Uh, there's a very good chance that Leeds will have a new manager by the end of today. So by the time you listen to this, you could see Mr. Sam Allardyce back oh, no. <laughs> in the Premier League with Leeds United. Where do they the keep city. these guys? Is there like a little uh, cryogenic? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you got Roy Hodgson back and now Sam yeah, Allardyce. Exactly. That's- that's right. He's just sitting in. They have this big room. And he just sits there and waits for the call. But, <laughs> but yeah, it, this is this is big news. I mean, uh, Garcia, uh, the fans are not happy. Uh, I think this past game was obviously the the straw that broke the camel's back there, to say the least. And so I think it's it's time for a change. They've got four games left. Maybe this might be it. Wow. Right. So, so big news there. Yeah, so, that might help with McKinney. Who knows? Might improve his form a little bit. Yeah, might. So it turns out this wasn't Jesse Marsh's fault. No, I don't think so. Yeah. I, and, and to be fair, I, you know, a lot of people were frustrated with him, I think, in terms of what was happening. But they certainly weren't playing as poorly as they have been now recently. That's for sure. Conceding a lot of goals. Right. Um, and so it just that makes it really difficult and so uh hopefully th- you know this might change this might help them we'll see i mean they have I mean, 15 16 goals in the last three games i mean it's crazy what well, i don't often ask you about uh, teams that are like 12th or 13th on the table um but uh we're talking about american players i i believe uh one of the former powerhouses in the league uh chelsea uh, has an American player? How's he? How's he been doing? I know you watch them. Somebody needs to. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, be, I, I always fan till I, Chelsea till I die. Come on, Rick, you know that. Um, yeah, I, I think uh, Pulisic again is on the bench. Uh, doesn't seem like Frank Lampard is a huge fan of him either. Um, yeah, they do have a game on tonight against Arsenal. Whether or not he might get some action. Uh, we'll see, but uh, yeah, hasn't played at all. Kind of come in maybe ten minutes last last games or so, and didn't play this best. Obviously, Chelsea didn't have a game this weekend, but obviously didn't play in the previous game. So, yeah, he's he's fit, but hasn't played much. So, all right. Well, hopefully they turn it around. And in the meantime, let's do this Premier League football. What's happening on the pitch? With the other players, <laughs> with the non-Americans. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'd say right now the most interesting battle is that battle for fourth place. Um, mm-hmm. We've got uh, – we had two crucial matches last weekend, Manchester United uh, versus Aston Villa. Manchester United held on and won 1-0. Um, yeah. Then there was Liverpool versus Tottenham, and Liverpool uh, went out to a huge lead. Did you see any of that game? What a game. Yeah, what a game that was. That, I, I almost picked that as the game of the week. Uh, but, man, that was a heck of a game. The goal in the last minute and then the, the winner. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, crazy, crazy. Final score, 4-3. to three, Liverpool wins. Um, so now Manchester United has two games in hand and Liverpool has one. But as they currently stand, as we record this on Tuesday – Yep, uh, Manchester United number four, Liverpool five, Tottenham six, Aston Villa seven. And what do you what do you think? I mean, let's 
let's really we've only got a few weeks weeks left here. Why don't you Yeah. Why don't you lay it on the line there and tell me where you think it's going to end up? Yeah, I mean, I think I think where it stands right now is pretty close to how it could finish, I think. I think when you look at the top 4, you know, Man United is still quite a bit away ahead of Liverpool. I mean, they still they still got five games left Liverpool has and Manchester United got six. Um, but I think Liverpool is definitely cementing at least the Europa League at least position. Right. So in that fifth spot. Now can they catch up Manchester United for fourth? Possibly. Depends on a bit of the run of Manchester United. You know, that both those teams are playing well. They, they they haven't lost in their last five games. Right. Um and then you look at the other teams, they've been a little bit more inconsistent. Certainly Tottenham, my goodness. I, I just can't see Tottenham getting back in the race even though they did show a little bit more desire in that game against Liverpool um, to come back from 3-0 down. Yeah. My goodness, that was crazy. Uh, but, yeah, I, I really – I mean, Newcastle is playing very well. They're definitely pushing forward, cementing themselves as the third-place team. And then it's really down to Manchester United and Liverpool, I think, uh, for that fourth spot. Have those teams ever uh, gone head-to-head, uh, struggled uh, for a spot on the on the Premier League table before? Uh, I think, well, Man United was, has been down a little bit. Liverpool's always, I think, in the last 10 years, haven't, hasn't been not in the top four. So this is this might spur them on here. And they've still got quite a few games. I mean, there's still five games left. So there's quite a, quite a few things that can happen. And Liverpool's playing very well. So... Um, I, yeah, I think they, they're going to give Man United a good run run till the end, for sure. But, I mean, going way back, this is a rivalry that... Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, these two teams have fought it out for years. No question. No question. They, they, these are, when you think about the biggest game in England, when you look at the Premier League, Manchester United and Liverpool historically has been probably the biggest... Derby match, even though they're not necessarily Derby Derby teams, right. but that's been the biggest biggest rivalry. But it's interesting, you know, when you look at it, they're now their their rivalry is for a Champions League spot, whereas before it True. was for True. <laughs> the the champions. So that that puts everything in perspective, and you know, there's still one team in Manchester that are doing very well, and that's Manchester City. Yeah, that's true. We gave them enough uh, airtime last week. We're moving yeah. on. Uh, let's talk about the uh, relegation matches because there was a huge one yesterday uh, as we taped this on Tuesday. Leicester City versus Everton. That was a chance for both of these teams to grab a hold of uh, three points. And mm-hmm. <laughs> wouldn't you know it? Neither of them could do it. So they ended up no. with a draw, a 2-2 draw. Did you get a chance to watch any of that? I did. I did watch uh, that game yesterday. And uh, it's interesting, just when they need him, he comes back into the into the realm, and that's Jamie Vardy. Jamie Vardy. Got to <laughs> love Jamie Vardy. Scored his, his third league goal of the season. Great finish. It uh, was it, one of one. A, if you've ever seen a Jamie Vardy goal before – You've seen this one. It was exactly the <laughs> same, right? It's the breakaway. He's got the ball. Just him on the goalie. Yeah. He never misses those. 
no, he doesn't. He doesn't. You know, the only thing that I was surprised about was he didn't take the penalty kick. Yeah, I was that's shocked. True. Yeah. I thought I, maybe it's because obviously he hasn't been playing as much, but I would have put my money. I mean, and to be fair, that penalty kick Madison took was horrendous. Yeah. Straight down the middle. Um, and I don't know if you saw this. There was there was a lot of news uh, talking about how uh, Jordan Pickford had on his water bottle the um, penalty kick, where, where the penalty kick um, takers go position-wise. So he had it, and he had 60% of the time, James Madison goes down the middle. There you go. That's wow. research for you. That was pretty good. So that seems to be a big thing now, uh, doing the research on penalty kick takers, and then the, the goalkeepers have it uh, plastered on their water bottle. So I thought that was pretty interesting. And they did that at the World Cup because, obviously, you get into the penalty kick shootouts, it's such a big deal. But, uh, yeah, he guessed right. He got it right. Well, let me ask you this about uh, uh, Pickford. Mm-hmm. If Everton does go down and – you know, it's not looking great. No. What happens to Pickford? He's the national team goalie. Does he go down to the second division? It's a great question. Um, I, I certainly think a team would pick him up if um, if he goes down, if they do go down. I think certainly they'd be one of the top teams. I mean, uh, when I look at some of the teams that might need need a goalkeeper, my team Chelsea might be one, Yeah, potentially. Um Tottenham potentially you know yep. uh, they're a team that's you know Lloris is certainly kind of aging getting a little bit older right um, I think everybody else and maybe even Man United De Gea you know he's kind of getting on a little bit um, so I, I think there's definitely a few I, I think there'd be a few teams certainly looking for a goalkeeper and I, th- I don't think he would play in the in the championship if they went down so Okay. Probably, and it's probably fair to say there's probably a few other players that would probably leave as well um, when you look at some of those other players that they have. But that's that's typical when teams go down. Right, right. Yeah, it's just not often that a team goes down with a national team player on the, on the roster. That's a good point, yeah. Okay, so we have uh, a couple of other uh, big games. Nottingham Forest, uh, that game against Brentford, that had to be – one of the most crushing losses uh, in oh, yeah. Forest history. They were up 1-0. They were dominating the game against Brentford, which is a good team. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, they're doing their usual uh, throw-in thing where they, <laughs> they score on the, on the long throw-ins. Um, yeah. Uh, but Brentford comes back, and they, they tie it at the very end, and then they win it in the, like, 93rd minute or something just crushing yeah tough one a tough one i mean and it was it's the type of game that was just it was a survival game in in some respects for both teams like brentford obviously in great shape but they kind of made it into a survival game just because of the way they play they're very direct and the same thing with what forest is doing and realistically what ends up happening in these latter stages of the season, all teams are very direct. They're trying to score goals off any way they can. Like you said, it could be a long throw-in. It could be a free kick or some type of a corner kick, whatever it may be. So all of these goals are scored, you know, by kind of ugly ones. 
I, right. I, the frustrating one for me was for, for Nottingham Forest was the the free kick that they conceded. It went straight through the wall. Yes, I mean straight. I mean, why have a wall through the wall? It's just um, straight yeah. through the wall. I mean, and that's if you're the manager, it's like what. It's not a lot you could do. You've got the wall set. Just be a wall. That's your job. Don't move. Don't turn your back. It doesn't hurt that much. And even if it does, deal with it. Yeah. Man up. Exactly. But it's just like, don't let the wall go through. And I felt bad for the goalkeeper because he had no chance. I got to admit, when I played, I wasn't one of the big uh, volunteers to go in the wall. (laughs) Because I, yeah, 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 I was always sure. a forward, too. But I never uh, – I was like, hey, can I go in the wall? <laughs> Nobody really yeah. wants to be in the wall. <laughs> That's true. I mean, but they, but these teams all have – they certainly have designated players. Like, for me, I always have my midfielders are always in the wall. That's part of being a midfielder. Right. If you're in the midfield, you're in the wall. That's the deal. So you know that you've got to be in there, and you certainly – man up and take it on the chin so to speak don't turn your back and don't let the ball go through I've seen that quite a few times and it's as a manager I'm sure he Steve Cooper was extremely frustrated to see that yeah I'm sure he was too All right, so there are a couple other teams in in that uh, area Southampton they Mm -hmm. led for a while at Newcastle before you know gravity uh, Leeds had a bad weekend again, uh, crushed by Bournemouth. Um, mm-hmm. But I think we're really down to five or six teams here that have a possibility of going down. And uh, we keep talking about the same teams. Yeah, yeah, we do. The, yeah, and when you look at it, yeah, it's it's Leicester, Leeds, Forest, Everton, Southampton. There's a four-point gap to West Ham, and then West Ham has a game in hand. So yeah. The other teams all have four games left. And and you look at their last five games, there's a lot of red for, <laughs> for losses. <laughs> I've noticed that. So, <laughs> so at least West Ham's got a couple of wins in there. Forest and, and Leicester have got one win in their last five. Yeah, they, they, they have to make some things. They have to make some moves. And I think there'll be a team that will make a move out. It'll, I just think it'll be Leicester or Leeds that may get dragged back in into the yeah. bottom three. Yeah. The big question is, who wants this thing? <laughs> I mean, you guys got to step it up a little bit. All right. Now, before we get to the uh, our, our other regular features, I wanted to talk to you about uh, Welcome to Wrexham. Uh, just yeah, quickly, yeah. the news came out this week that the show uh, begins in August. And spoiler alert if you haven't been following they they did get promoted so this could be a really feel-good season on that show don't you think i think so i think everybody at least knows what happens what took place they've got some they've got themselves some massive games over the summer i know they're playing against manchester united they're playing against chelsea in july here this summer got some great friendlies and from what i heard um they actually flew out the whole team. Ryan Reynolds and Mac- uh, Rob McInerney, they're going to fly the whole team out to Las Vegas. You're kidding. For a party. Why not? Hey. Yeah, that's they awesome. They deserve it. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, that's the way to do it, right? So yeah. that's the thing. So what a, I mean, it's just the, it's the it's just an amazing story when you <laughs> when you think about it. They bought the team. Obviously, they've invested some serious money into it but to then to to get promoted and now they're in the 
in the full full professional divisions. They're going to be in League Two next year. Everybody wants to watch them. Everybody wants to see yeah. them. It's 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 great. It's great. Yeah, and yeah, I mean they they had a good run in the FA Cup. I'm sure that'll yeah, be a part really of the show. Did. So yeah, right. it'll, it'll be fun. Yeah. All right, free kicks yeah. is brought to you by the Illinois Youth Soccer Association. Illinois Youth Soccer has been proudly serving the Illinois soccer community since 1975. Illinois Youth Soccer is a nonprofit corporation, official state association, and charter member of the U.S. Soccer Federation, and administers U.S. Soccer Federation coaching programs, the Olympic Development Program, and U.S. Soccer Federation referee programs. For more information, go to IllinoisYouthSoccer.org. Okay, time for another feature. Time now to guess the Premier League star. All right, so let's see how you do on this one. Um, All right. He is 27 years old, this uh, Premier League star, and has played over 100 games for his current uh, Premier League club. Now, this is going to be a little easier than the last couple of weeks. 100 games, you said? Over 100. Over 100. Okay. He's a goal scorer. All right, mm. so this is going to be a little different than some of the other ones I've been doing lately. In fact, he has scored over 60 goals for his club in all competitions. Not this season, but, you know, his whole his whole career. Okay. Um, he wears number 17. Mm. Well, there aren't many Premier League stars that wear that number. All right, now I'm going to give you his resume. These are some of the teams that he played on. He's been all over the place. Mm. His career includes stops at Northampton Town, Shrewsbury, Barnsley, Wigan, Scunthorpe United, and Peterborough (laughs) United. Wow. Yeah, he's been everywhere. He's played. Yeah, he's been in the lower leagues for a while. And then came up. Hmm. That's an interesting one. Here's something I didn't know about him until I did the research. He's uh, allegedly a bit of a gambler. Currently being investigated for over 250 incidents. Okay. All right. That might have helped me. And did we talk a little bit about him today? Uh, No, I don't think we've mentioned his name. Well, when he the free kick is that who we're referencing the free kick? He scored uh, a free kick. No, did he? Maybe yes, he I, was, actually, you know what he did. Yes, he did. He scored. The, he was the free. He was the one that hit the free kick that went through the wall. Do you not yes, remember that discussion that we right, had? That's right. It was only I'm a sorry. few minutes ago. I know. I forget stuff all the time. <laughs> I'm an old man. Come on, Rick. I'm an old man. It just Gee, it wait. just comes and goes. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, do we have to record this again? Is that what you want to do? I mean, we can. Oh, I've got, <laughs> got to get my second cup of coffee here. Uh, yes, That's we did. Funny. I forgot that he was the one that took oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was the one that scored the goal that went through the wall. That's true. About yes. That. And, and what so, was his name, he, though? Smarty Pants? Well, <laughs> well, and he just, and here's the thing. Not many people know this. I just, I saw him live play his first game for England. Oh, really? Against yep. Ukraine? Was that just when That's you right. were just over there? Okay. When we were there, his first appearance. He didn't score, 
but hey, he was there first game. I just it, the interesting thing was all of those um, all of those teams that he played for. I had no idea he played on so many teams, especially yeah. on loan. But uh, it is of course Mr. Ivan Tony who is having a heck of a season. Um, but uh, we'll see what happens with these uh, alleged breaches of gambling laws that took place. We'll yeah. see if uh, that. Uh, that could that could deal with a big suspension because if you remember, Kieran Trippier had some and he didn't have half as many of that, and he I think he was out for you know half a dozen games or so, maybe if if not more. Right. So I would I would expect Tony to be probably suspended for quite a bit, to be fair. But if the if he's not betting on his team, that makes a difference, right? That that's a great question. I don't know all of the ins and outs. And I wouldn't want to okay. speculate, but uh, it doesn't look good either way. You shouldn't be gambling either right. way on anything. So you know, just one of those things. My last clue was going to be he shares a first name with the terrible. <laughs> okay, I think you went, might have gotten I, it on that one. <clears throat> yeah, would have might have gotten that one. All right, uh, time for another feature. Now, time for Adam's weekend soccer TV tip. <laughs> Okay, what what do we have coming up this weekend? Yeah, we still got games this week, which is exciting. Yeah, there's uh, games so throughout of, the entire week too. Yes, basically every day, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, yep. and then we get back to it on Saturday uh, with kind of a, a more regular schedule here: Saturday, Sunday, Monday. But again, I mean, I think at this point we're going to have to pick a couple of games just because you're looking still at the top of the table and the and the bottom. So. Well, here's where I'm going with it. So, okay. top of the table clash, I think, is going to be a good one. Obviously, Arsenal dropped down uh, to second place now after Man City winning, but they're playing Newcastle. So, second versus third. I think Ooh. that's got to be a game that people yeah. need to watch. It's at Newcastle. I mean, it's they're going to be a great opportunity for Newcastle to solidify their third place and be in the Champions League next year. That's yeah. unbelievable for them. Be in the Champions League. And then the other big one, I think, is going to be it, it will have probably massive ramifications in terms of, you know, the league table, especially the bottom. Nottingham Forest against Southampton on Monday, Monday night. You know, eight o'clock kickoff in England, so two o'clock kickoff here. That's going to be a great. I mean, that could really determine whether or not Southampton are down. It's I mean, their I, last I mean, chance, right? Southampton's. I mean, I, they probably have got one more game after that. I mean, they still, but if they lose that one, they're going to be now again. Depending on Everton, they'll be at least uh, nine points away from safety. Right. Depending on what happens, um, yeah, it's going to be really. If Everton wins on the weekend, they'll be at least. Um, Eight points away, so it's not looking good. So Southampton, that's it's almost a must-win, as they say. It's a right. must-win game for sure. Okay, so sure. those are the two ones. Yeah, Mon- uh, Saturday <clears throat> and Monday. Yeah, I will be checking those out. All right, Free Kicks is brought to you by Green White Soccer Club. 65 years of soccer excellence. Green White provides a great travel soccer program for kids of all ages. And we've got a big tournament coming up. God, we'll tell you more about that in the coming weeks here. Mm. Um, our program is led by former World Cup player and coach Mustafa Edders. Go to greenwhitesoccer.org. All right, we have people to thank. 
<clears throat> excuse me, we need to thank our executive producer, Tony Lasano, who, by the way, all fairness, is the one that sent me that James Corden thing. Oh. Thank you, Tony. Uh, he's with opishows.com. Opi is hippo backwards. O-P-P-I-H shows.com. We're distributed by Ed Silla with Radio Misfits. Great talk. Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radio Misfits. Dot com and we'll be back again next week with uh maybe a little uh more coffee a little mm. more clarity from uh the co-host <laughs> here <laughs> i didn't even have a rough no. night last night <laughs> but we'll be back no, again it's all good it's all good <laughs> we'll be back again next week with a brand new episode of free cakes the preceding was a presentation of opi productions find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts including opishows.com thank you this has been a presentation of opi productions tony can you shut up